When it is God's appointed time, even if the enemy hides you, God will find you to deliver you. Today, pastor ministers under the anointing to open up prison doors of sin, poverty and affliction so that you may encounter your deliverance. Let's open our Bibles to Isaiah the 42nd chapter and verses 22. I'm not going to preach long, just a short word. Isaiah 42, verse 22. But this is a people robbed and spoiled. They are all of them snared in the holes, and they are hid in prison houses. They are for a prey, and none delivereth, for a spoil, and none said restore. Amen. Tonight, title it. Encounter your deliverance. Encounter your deliverance. I've come with a mandate. I've come with an anointing. I have come with a very, very clear word. But this is a people robbed and spoiled. They are all of them snared in holes. And they are hid in prison houses. They are hid in prison houses. Underline that word. They are hid in prison houses. They are for a prey and none delivereth for a spoil and none saith restore. Encounter your deliverance. Lift your hand and say, I'm going to encounter my deliverance tonight in the name of Jesus. They are hid in prison houses. In Acts 13 verse 22, it's an interesting scripture. It says there, in Acts 13 22, the Bible says, I have found David. I have found David. In other words, he was hidden. God is saying, I have found him. He was hidden by his own father. When the prophet came, when the anointing was to show up, he was hidden. Isn't it strange? When your time is appointed by God for your breakthrough, sometimes the devil tries to hide you. But tonight, the plans of the enemy shall not prevail. Tonight is your night of deliverance. You're going to encounter your deliverance. You're going to have your breakthrough tonight. Because the Lord says, I have found David. Lift up your voice and say, the Lord has found me. The Lord has found me. Nobody can hide you from the presence of the living God. We live in a very, very, very pathetic world, a wicked world. When there are people working to hide you. From celebrating you. From you coming to your significance or breakthrough or blessing. Wicked people. But who can hide you from the presence of the living God? Amen. Nobody can hide anybody if God is looking for them. And tonight the word is God is looking for you tonight. Hallelujah. Whatever is trying to hide you will have to give way. For it is your season of deliverance. It is your night of deliverance tonight in the name of Jesus. I have found David. Prison. Prisons. It says there in 22. They are hid in prison houses 
There are different kind of prison houses that wicked people try to hide you in. There is this prison of sin. Sin on its own is a prison. How do you know it is a prison? You confess a sin. God forgives you and again you do it. It means something is controlling you. There is something holding you. There is another power that is trying to dictate over your life. It can come from your family line sometimes. But you will get your deliverance tonight. Hid in prison of sin. Some habit, some addiction. In the book of Judges, the 16th chapter. The book of Judges, the 16th chapter, verse 21. There's an interesting scripture. It speaks about Samson. And what does it say? But the Philistines took him. The Philistines took him. And put out his eyes. And put out his eyes. And brought him down to Gaza. And brought him down to Gaza and bound him with fetters of brass. With fetters of brass. And, and he, he did grind in, in the, the prison house. He did grind. He didn't want to grind. But he's made to grind. In a prison house, you're made to do things that you don't want to do. There's a power that controls you. You don't want to watch that porn, but there is a power that tries to control you. You're looking through a gospel channel, but suddenly something that makes you just flip and you turn and there is something that is dirty, you're bad and then just holds you. Tonight is your night of deliverance. I come with a clear word and a mandate of the Holy Ghost. And if I be a servant of Jesus Christ, I command that prison door to open. Your chains are falling apart. That power that held you has to break away from your life tonight. Lift your hands and say, I am free by the blood of Jesus. Maybe it is to lie. Just lie. Just keep lying. There are children who have seen their fathers drink and then they make a decision. I will never drink in my life. And without them knowing there is something at a particular time that comes over them. And they are slaves just like their fathers to alcohol. Comes through a family bloodline sometimes. It can be anything, but the prison of sin has to give way, give way tonight. For Jesus Christ is sending His word tonight. The anointing of the Holy Ghost is showing up tonight to open that prison door. Lift your hand and say, I receive my breakthrough tonight. Jesus shed his blood 2,000 years ago on the cross of Calvary for the forgiveness of our sin. We know that. And you've given your life to him. But there are so many believers who don't want to do what is wrong, but something enslaving them. 
that they have almost given up hope of ever walking free. They feel they've been conquered and they're a slave and they will be like that for the rest of their life. That's the lie of the enemy. You are not going to be like that for the rest of your life. Jesus Christ is sending his word. He's seen your pain. He's seen your, hallelujah. He's seen your cry and he's going to set you free tonight. You will enjoy liberty. Place your hand upon your head and say, I'm free by the blood of Jesus. I'm coming out of my prison. I'm coming out of my prison in the name of Jesus. Amen. Encounter your deliverance. The reason why the enemy wants to keep you is because he doesn't want your capacity to be revealed. Your capabilities to be revealed. Prison is so that you are limited, you are tied, you are controlled. Lift your hand and say, I am free by the blood of Jesus tonight. Say that, hallelujah, one more time. I am free by the blood of Jesus tonight. See, even if opportunity comes for you, you need capacity to do that which is right. Can you imagine an opportunity comes for you to come into the house of God? Psalm 122, I was glad some people are dreading of going into the house of God. <laughs> They don't have a problem going to the mall. They're just dreading. Why? Because there is no capacity. You know, God wants to reveal his capacity in you. David, I have found. Can you imagine? David is going to fight Goliath. It is not about David and Goliath. Saul actually trusted David. God trusted David. Can you imagine that? It is not about David and Goliath. There is two nations. Israel and Philistines. The destiny of a nation. Saul is trusting with his little boy. It's not about, you know, Slingshot and Noah Sarkia. What is that Hindi song? What is that song? What is that song? Ah, David ne. Why? Because God had already found David. God's soul saw capacity to win over this Goliath. And tonight your capacity is going to be revealed for you to win against every Goliath that is blocking not only your progress, but the progress of your family, the destiny of your nation, the hallelujah, every kind of limitation tonight. Whoa! In the name of Jesus, that's broken. Praise the Lord.
Amen. See, even you need capacity to have a happy married life. There are people who get suddenly angry in marriage. Easily moved to give up. Marriage is not for boys. Marriage is not for girls. But for men and women. God saw it was not good for Adam to be alone. God created. Therefore, a man, see, not for boy, man shall leave his father and mother and be joined not to a girl but to a woman. And they shall be one. So you need capacity. Sometimes people, they give up on marriage because they're confused. They easily moved and then they have this excuse, I'm emotional. Don't get married. <laughs> you get offended easily. You get angry easily. You get upset easily. You want to throw in the towel. That is because you lack capacity. Somewhere you are a slave. But tonight that has to break. Marital prisons have to open out. To God ordained marriages and blessing. You can't do ministry without capacity. You can't do ministry without capacity. People will offend you. People will one day lift you up and the other day, next, next day, take a stone to throw at you. Principalities and powers will fight you if you are a minister of the gospel. Nations might rage against the anointed. You need capacity to ignore that and to smile and still serve Jesus. Tonight, let there be ministerial capacity released upon everyone who is listening to me tonight. Whoa! See, Absalom came against David. Lion came against David. Bear came against David. Saul came against David. Philistines came against David. Six to six battles he fought. He had capacity. Are you with me? He had capacity to stay the course and to do all that is in the heart of God to do. David, I found a man after my own heart. His own son, Absalom, stood against him. The other day I was praying and I asked the Lord, Lord, what is it? how do you know whether you have a son in the Lord, in the ministry or... It's just a believer. And the Lord said, this is the sign. John 8.35. John 8.35. John 8.35. Let's look at John 8.35. It says there, And a servant abideth not in the house forever, but the son abideth forever. A servant, somebody who just wants to serve the Lord, but it's not related spiritually with you, will just want ministry opportunity to minister pastor i got talents i got gift very good 
but a son will stay you try to throw that person out you slap that person you <laughs> will stay because he's a son are you with me may god raise up sons and daughters in the name of jesus christ blessed be the name of the lord there is capacity inside of you to be great to do great exploits but somewhere there is a prison house that is holding you back and tonight it is your night to encounter the deliverance of the lord jesus christ satan wants you to fail but every time you fail get up and hit him with success <laughs> the enemy wants you to fail every time you fail get up again hit him with success look at somebody and say i'm gonna hit the devil right on his face with success for god is with me he's given me godly capacity amen people when they don't have a capacity they have got this thought process i'm tired i want to kill myself i give up life is not fair nobody understands looks like i'm dying ah in the jatri prison doors of sin are opening out your capacity to serve the lord godly capacities are going to be revealed raidalam hashastali gadagam jamzale pravanam Amen. It is only a person of capacity who can contribute something. Whether it be in marriage. Some people are looking always to receive. Receive. They are like a consuming fire. <laughs> Not all consuming fire, that is our Lord. They are like consuming fire. How can I consume? Whether even in marriage, chai gundo, kapi gundo, katliri ke, adi chay, idhi chay. I'm just willing to consume. Uh, give me gifts. Give me do that. Another holiday. Another breakthrough. Smile at me. I'm having a bad day. Don't be a consuming fire. Be somebody who will release forth and bless somebody. Even in your marriage, blessed be the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Capacity is what you bring. You can have an opportunity, but if you have nothing to bring, you may can have all the gifts and talents, but if you don't have the capacity to bring it out, tonight, the Lord is setting somebody free tonight. Your capacity will be revealed. You've been saying to yourself, Oh, I don't think I can do it. I think I'm weak. I, you know, that is a slavish thought. You are not a slave. You are a child of God. Look at somebody and say, I won't be a parasite. I won't just look to eat and eat and take and take and covet and covet. I'm wanting to give and there is capacity for me to give. Blessed be the name of Jesus. Amen. Can you imagine Joseph going before Pharaoh? Going before Pharaoh? And saying, I have nothing to give. I don't know interpretation, nothing. I just came here because my friend asked me to come here. Genesis 41, 39 says, in Amplified Bible says, Pharaoh looks at Joseph and says, there is nobody as discerning and clear-headed like Joseph. So sometimes capacity just to remain calm, to be clear-headed, to be just discerning, 
Maybe just a cooking skill. As a housewife, you can cook well. That is great. I mean, can I ask people who are married, what will your spouse miss if you're gone? At least your calmness, at least your gentleness, at least your cooking skill. <laughs> and women sometimes learn to cook. Men also can do it. Nobody likes fasting all the time. Capacity to learn. Sometimes to engage in a conversation. Wow, okay. So the second prison is the prison house of poverty. Judges 6, verse 15. The book of Judges in the Old Testament, verse 15. Your encounter with your deliverance. Judges 6, 15. And he said unto him, O my Lord, where will shall I save Israel? Behold, my family is poor in Manasseh. My family is poor in Manasseh. Manasseh means forget the past. And he's saying, I am poor. I am poor in Manasseh. See, the, the Gentiles, the Philistines are stealing everything that this guy is saving up. You work, but you can't see what you're working for. That's when you know you are in a prison house of poverty. It's just not about not having enough food at home. You're working, but you don't know the reason for your working. Or you can't wash. Depending on the level of bondage, you can't find work to do. It's a powerful spirit. When I go and pray for sometimes some horses, houses, some people, you see that spirit working and you can't, you can't even tell them about God's liberty. They are so accepted the fact that there is some spirituality connected with their misery. The spirit of poverty will take yours. Everything belongs to you. It's almost like everything that you have is swallowed up by something. Spirit of poverty, when it operates in some people, they are lazy. Lazy person. It almost looks like some, sometimes a family is baptized into laziness. The entire family is lazy. None of them want to work. And they'll quote scriptures why they don't want to work. Blind Bartimaeus was begging, but he was a proud beggar. Are you with me? It's a proud beggar. Some people are just happy. Going from bank to bank, long to it's a spirit. You labor and all that you've labored is gone. Gideon was laboring. He was saving it up all into the barn, into the wine press. 
But every time the enemy comes and steals it, one year of hard work, all gone. Just like that. Tonight, encounter your deliverance by the power of this word. By the mantle of the Holy Spirit, I command you to come out of your spirit of poverty. Yeshu in the Navadil. I'll put the Garamai. Vidigal Nadakada. Yeshu in the Navadil Nadakada. You're looking for somebody to pay you a salary. When you can be so blessed that you can pay salary to 100 people. You're working in a company when you can be a CEO of a company. It's a spirit of poverty. You can't even think. You're looking for a job and you're set free from the prison of poverty. You can give jobs to many. Because God blesses you. In the I'm coming out of my prison house of poverty. Let your words bring your deliverance. I'm coming out. Say it. I'm coming out. I'm walking out of my prison of poverty. In the name of Jesus. Oh. I, 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 I feel that spirit. I want to see that break off. Yeshu in the Namathil in the Rathri. Yeshu in the Tigaram over here. Namathil in the Rathri, a prison door, Torakate. Shabal Prabana, Dalustari Gatagam. Oh, Ninda Manme, Kavarche, Yedundu, Shakti in the Rathri, Yeshu in the Namathil Kilbert. Let there be restoration in your finances. Yeshu in the Namathil. Let the spirit of laziness break out from your life. May you be free. See, the spirit of poverty is when you labor and then you gather and then it is all scattered. And you, you go on to square one. Square one. Gideon would save, keep it all, give it into the bank, mutual funds, shares, into the bank accounts, the most secure ones, he would put it, all gone. Back to square one. He says, start again, saving up. Back to square one. Tonight, that breaks from your life tonight. Yeshu in the Namathil, if I be a servant of Jesus Christ, receive your liberty tonight in the name of Jesus Christ. Let that prison door open. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. The third person house and we pray. Encounter your deliverance. It's the prison of affliction. The prison of affliction. Prison of affliction. Amen. I had it written down here. I forget where they kept it. 
Oh. Sickness can be an affliction. What is affliction? Rachel, can you read it out for me, please? You had that on your phone. Affliction. A cause of pain or harm. A cause of pain. Pain. Or harm. Or harm. The state of being in pain. A state of being in pain. It's an affliction. It can be a sickness. One of the meanings is suffering that comes with pain. Problems that continue are called afflictions. Problems that continue, it might go for a season and then comes back. It reoccurs. For some people, it is in a particular month. Every July, every August, or whatever. Something keeps reoccurring. It's an affliction. It brings you pain. It can be emotional. Hebrews 10.33 I like that word Hebrews 10.33 Hebrews 10.33 Look at that Hebrews 10.33 Partly whilst you were made a gazing stock While you were made a gazing stock Both by reproaches and afflictions I mean people are gazing at you Because of your affliction One version says amused You are a source of amusement ുണ്ടോന്റ് <laughs> <laughs> And you think it is okay and you are praying in tongues. Rukhala boy, suffering, persecution. It's not suffering, persecution that God has ordained. Every pain that God has not ordained in your life has to be uprooted. That prison door has to open in the name of Jesus. You don't need to be a source of embarrassment. You don't need to be a source of amusement to people. You don't need to be a gazing stock to people. Blessed be the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Because of your affliction, you don't have to suffer. Affliction is when people begin to question the genuineness of you even serving the Lord. Lamentation chapter 1 verse 3. The book of Lamentation chapter 1 verse 3. Let the word set you free tonight. I told you I've come with a clear word and with a mandate. Lamentation 1 verse 3. Judah is gone into captivity. Judah is gone into captivity. Because of affliction. See, Judah has gone into prison, one version says, because of affliction. The energy that you're supposed to put to progress in life, you're, you're putting to handle affliction in your life. Some people go from one affliction to another. And that is when it is generational. Strong roots. 
സൈക്കോളജിക്കൽ ആയിട്ടുള്ളതുണ്ട് സൈക്കോളജിക്കൽ പെയിൻ സ്പിരിച്വൽ പെയിൻ ഉണ്ട് ഫിസിക്കൽ പെയിൻ ഉണ്ട് you can't go forward you can't think straight you're sitting for prayer and you're crying edu karthavinte sendil manasaandrathinte karichilalla something is hurting your mind 1 samuel 10 god is asking samuel the prophet how long will you mourn for soul past relationships that you were associated with you still crying every time you are in the presence of god you still crying you don't even see it as an affliction you think it is normal and you find friends on facebook who can cry with you you form a club fellowship let's go have coffee and cry together <laughs> you don't see it as a prison encounter your deliverance tonight in the name of Jesus lift up your hands and say i'm coming out by the blood of Jesus i'm coming out in the name of Jesus out of every mental pain every psychological pain every emotional pain every spiritual pain every physical pain out of every affliction i'm coming out in the name of Jesus naham 1 which is the scripture one nine the affliction shall not arise a second time people are waiting to be amused that your affliction comes back again but open your mouth and say affliction shall not return back to me a second time oh yeshu in the name of the the affliction shall not return back to me in jesus name whatever kind of pain it is it can be a distress in your body a medical condition the doctors have said you will have it all through life i command in the name of jesus that is a lie of the devil you will not have it all through your life in the name of jesus be free solomon had peace he ruled israel for 40 years and the holy spirit asked me today can somebody live in peace for 40 years Some people afflicted have no peace for 40 seconds always tormented in their mind Some don't have 40 minutes of peace in a day At least 40 days of peace in a year Come on Lift your hand and say I'm coming out I wish some of you were here that I could lay hands upon you and say this. Say I am coming out of this affliction in the name of Jesus. I am coming out. Vaathurnavara. I am coming out in the name of Jesus. I am coming out. It's a prison and it's not from God. Are you with me? But you're coming out. You are coming out. Lift your hand voice and say that again. I am coming out. Say that. You be convinced inside from the word of God. I am coming out of this affliction. Many are the afflictions of the righteous but the Lord delivers them out of them all. I am coming out. I am coming out of this. There is somebody with a growth a growth on your chest. You're coming out of that. that that's leaving your body. Ragaba swollen swollen neck is being healed in the name of Jesus Christ. Sciatic nerve 
pain is being healed in the name of Jesus Christ. Rudhabala Mahastha Prabhani Gadagam. Jeeva Baba Baba. Pain in the knees. Rakal Prabhanam is being healed in the name of Jesus. Braised Palathoria. Juthai Rimanam Roshasdenia. Backaches are being healed in the name of Jesus. Emotional pain is being healed in the name of Jesus. Tormenting spirits in the mind is being broken in the name of the Lord. Yeshu in the Namadul. Pray, this is the moment we pray together. Prison doors have to open. You're coming out of your prison. Yeshu in the Namadul. Take a song, Rubazwada. Coming out of prison in the name of Jesus. By the mandate that has been laid upon me tonight by the Holy Spirit. And in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I command every prison door. I command every prison door. Prison door of sin. Prison door of poverty. Prison door of affliction. To open in the name of Jesus. For the Lord my God has anointed me to open the prison doors and to tell prisoners that they are prisoners no more. Yeshu in the Namathal. Yeshu in the Namathal. Prostrate problems are being healed in the name of Jesus. Raidala Vashasta Pramana Uriya. Raidila Riminaro Shastari Ganagam. Siga Pramana. Pramana, sagging uterus is being healed in the name of Jesus. Raidala Ramana Vashastaria. Wow. Yeshu in the Namathal. Every pain, whether it be nervous pain, whether it be pain in the body, say in the name of Jesus, you have no right over my body. You command your body to be healed in the name of Jesus. Yeshu in the Namathal. Wow. Yeshu in the Namathal. Tumors disappear here. Yeshu in the Namathal. Cancer, cancerous cells die here. Yeshu in the Namathal. Thank you Lord, thank you Jesus. Open your mouth and shout out three times, I'm coming out of my prison in the name of Jesus. I'm coming out of my prison in the name of Jesus. I am coming out of my prison in the name of Jesus.